Good morning. Well, it's morning where I am in New Zealand. Today we're going to explore the 10 principles of spiritual sovereignty. And I just want to quickly introduce myself. So I'm Megan Hart and I'm a holistic counsellor and spiritual coach with over 15 years of experience working in mental health and I have degrees in psychology, sociology and a master's degree in solution-focused counselling. More recently I've been drawn to work more holistically and spiritually with people, so I'm setting myself free and walking the path of spiritual sovereignty. The following episode I recorded first thing in the morning before I'd really woken up. <laughs> so. It starts off a little bit um, sleepy, but it gets better as it goes. I hope you enjoy it. Today we're going to explore the 10 principles of spiritual sovereignty. And the 10 principles, as we go through them, will give you an indication of how you're tracking in your own lives in relation to your own spiritual sovereignty. So you can sort of use it as a bit of a checklist for yourself. Oh, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me. Oh, I might need to have a look at that one and see if I want to explore that a bit more or develop it a bit more. And then we can go into how to implement the aspects or the principles of spiritual sovereignty of these things that you'd still like to develop in your own life experiences. Okay, so let's get started. So principle number one, you no longer see yourself as a victim. So what this means is you no longer experience life as something that happens to you. So rather than kind of being subjected to um, things that are happening externally to you and everything happens to you, you become aware that you're actually a conscious co-creator of your own life. So what this means is that you start to develop what's called an internal locus of control where you realize that you actually play a really important part in the things that happen in your life and you have some control or quite a bit of control over what actually unfolds and what happens and you create your life in a way that is more aligned with who you are at your essence so your life starts to become a reflection of who you are at a spiritual level With this principle uh, of no longer seeing yourself as a victim and life isn't something that happens to you but it's something that you co-create, the fundamental aspect to this that helps it become a real life experience for people is doing it from a place of self-love because a lot of us you know, we learn about the law of attraction and um, explore different modalities where we're trying to manifest things that we want. But we might be in a space of not really liking ourselves very much and we might be in a place of lack or scarcity. And 
we might be trying to use the law of attraction to manifest something to fill the void or from a place of lack and energy can only ever reflect energy so what happens is that people might be trying so hard to use the law of attraction and nothing showing up for them so becoming a conscious co-creator of your own life is where you're actually practicing co-creation from a place of self-love and it's not self-care it's not oh i'm really nice to myself i nurture myself i have baths i have massages i go for walks i eat well it's not that kind of self-love it's spiritual self-love where deep 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 down you know that you were born inherently worthy as an expression of creation itself and as a direct expression of a piece of all that is you are here to experience and co-create a life that lights you up and that is a unique expression of your own soul signature so conscious co-creation comes from a place of loving yourself spiritually knowing that you're worthy you're born worthy um, you don't have to live in a paradigm of deserving which is actually a transactional paradigm i work hard therefore i deserve this no it is i am born worthy i am source energy i am a piece of creation itself and i am a powerful co-creator so the co-creator aspect so it, there's two parts that's why it's called co-creator so you're an energetic expression vibrating a certain frequency and the universe is the other um, aspect of that creation that reflects your energy back to you so co-creation is energy reflecting energy Principle two, we've actually covered off under principle one, which is I am a powerful co-creator expression of all that is. Principle three, so you know yourself to be one with everything, the same as everything, connected to everything and everyone, and you are drawn to the concept of unity consciousness. So a lot of people have this type of experience of oneness when they, well I've heard a lot of people talk about using um, plant medicine, ayahuasca, uh, oh my goodness I can't say it, um, <laughs> ayahuasca, ayahuasca I think it is, um, even uh, ma magic mushrooms, <laughs> just various trips and highs that people go on it tends to access the part of the brain that can actually open up and receive the full truth of our reality which is everything is connected science has also explored this concept and Einstein in particular had his theory of relativity which explained that everything is energy E equals mc squared so everything is energy we're all connected nothing is separate and when we have this kind of visceral knowing or understanding of that whichever way you come to that understanding it is impossible to feel that sense of separation and to get caught up in 
fear, hate and division, us and them mentality, I'm right, you're wrong, they're right, I'm wrong, whichever way around that can go, um, you tend to experience a deep level of compassion for all people in all situations and you tend to be able to step back from the the detail of the chaos that's happening in the world and just see it for what it is you can kind of oh yeah I understand what's playing out like at the moment um, we're in the final throes of the old paradigm which is based on a fear um, paradigm of scarce I can never say that word <laughs> scarcity there's not enough to go around so everyone has to fight for their piece of the pie um, we're in a survival mode rather than a thriving mode which we were actually designed for as human beings um, and hate fear fear gives birth to hate which give, gives birth to division us and them um, inequality um, so all of that is really amplified right now but it's not what is it's amplified because it's trying to hold on for dear life and it's fragile and desperate in nature so you'll see governments becoming more and more um, controlling and trying to be overly centralized and their systems overly controlling um, there's a lot of division people are incredibly reactive and acting out of character in extreme ways and it's just the final throes of this the separation aspect um, which is the opposite of unity consciousness and oneness and we're all connected and everything's nothing separate so if you are finding yourself starting to question all of that and you're looking you're stepping back from it and observing in a more balanced neutral kind of way um, you're probably moving into unity consciousness where you can see the bigger picture and you can see things playing out and you're starting to understand that what's happening isn't actually what is it's just the desperate and fragile attempts of the old paradigm to hold on for dear life and humanity is evolving beyond this and um, things are definitely crumbling and falling away so that the new paradigm of unity consciousness love and thriving can come forward because that's actually our true nature so humanity you know our original design equipped us with the ability to collaborate and be part of community and connect and our physiology is wired for that our immune systems are actually strengthened when we cooperate with each other when we show each other altruistic kindness kind acts and that's coming we've just been programmed out of it so hold on for the ride and step back become the conscious observer and know that deep 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 down everything is one we are unity consciousness principle four 
I love this one. You no longer compare yourself to others. Oh, the freedom this brings. I cannot express. Oh my goodness. So no longer comparing yourself to others comes from a deep knowing that each of us are unique and have a unique soul signature that is equally valuable and special and needed here on earth at this time. Many people are not aware of just how much comparing we do or they do on a daily basis, hour by hour basis. The way that social media is set up, you know, with it being a highlights reel of somebody's life or their brand or how they want to present to the world, evokes and triggers people's insecurities about themselves and it becomes so habituated that people aren't even aware of the depth of the comparing, the negative comparing that they're doing on a day-by-day, hour-by-hour basis and it erodes our self-belief, our self-confidence, our self-love. It is so detrimental and to emancipate yourself from that experience is just astounding and the amount of energy that you have (laughs) I'm speaking from experience obviously um, when you just see your whole perception changes when I look at social media and other people I'm like yay for them that's awesome and I tune into their unique soul signature and I can feel the frequency of what they're sharing and You know, there's times when it feels incredibly authentic and I tend to only follow pages and people that do feel incredibly authentic to me. And so it's a celebration, you know, like it's like, yay, I can, you know, what they're doing is incredible. And even if it's similar to what I'm doing, it's still their unique soul signature. I still celebrate they're offering, they're sharing, them being in alignment with who they truly are in this world. And all our people that we are here to work with find us. So they're not my competitor. They're my colleague. They're my comrade. They're my um, niche mate. You know, we're in the same niche and they're a, a mate, you know. I might not know them, but they're alongside me. So... You know, we preserve so much energy by not comparing and by celebrating what everyone is doing and coming into this life with a unique soul signature, it does have a very unique sacred geometry to it that when you learn what that is and tune into it, there's this organic process that unfolds and flows and everything becomes smoother and easier and synchronicity occurs and you meet the right people at the right time and your people start to find you and your people might only be popping in and out briefly 
and that's beautiful it's like okay I was there I was there when they needed me to come and you know they could come and find what they needed to set themselves free um, and then off they go and that's wonderful and yeah I, what I'm what I'm doing my best to express is that when you have a deep knowing that that you are this unique soul signature the soul frequency you have a beautiful organic geometry sacred geometry you know sound frequency vibration that you came into this body with this into this earth with at this time you chose to be here at this very auspicious time to play a play a very important part in what's happening in the world when you know this deep down and you have this kind of deep acceptance of that you find that there's just no need to compare yourself to anyone else and you have a innate sense of worthiness and confidence and it just feels natural to want to share yourself with others principle five you are no longer waiting for a savior of any kind and you realize i am the one i have been waiting for what does this mean so many people have been on a path you know seeking seeking answers seeking guidance seeking information outside of themselves we tend to have in the past tend to have trusted other people's guidance other people's opinions other people's spiritual downloads over and above our own and that's okay you know that's part of the breadcrumbing along a spiritual path if you've heard of following the breadcrumbs it's we find a breadcrumb it resonates it takes us to the next one it resonates it's a process of evolution we're becoming more and more aware as we go that's part of it at some point along this path when we're moving into spiritual sovereignty we stop and we realize I am the one I have been seeking and it's like Oh my goodness, all my answers lay within me. I don't need to keep asking others. I don't need readings. I don't need tarot cards. I don't need um, all the various things that are out there. And it's okay if you are accessing those things and you do feel like you need those things. That is part of the journey for a lot of people. But when we're kind of moving into spiritual sovereignty, there's this shift that happens where we just actually want to go within and we want to get to know our own hearts and our own essences and our own soul our own source energy you know the connection to our higher selves whatever it is you call it we suddenly realize I'm the one I've been seeking I'm the one I've been looking for I am that I am and we just want to go within and you know it's this 
and true intimacy like self-love is intimacy with your soul where we fall in love with our essence um, you know we feel the piece of us that is source energy and embrace it and accept it and get to know that unique soul signature I was talking about earlier like what is my unique sacred geometry what is my shape what is my sound what is my frequency what is it that I'm here to do this lifetime how can I share my piece of the puzzle with the whole how can I infuse my true energy into the collective consciousness of humanity it could be that you're just here to work with animals you know it could be that you're here to work with plants it could be here you could be here to create something beautiful like art or you know some cre beautiful creation made with um, pottery you know pottery clay um, you could be I don't know it could be anything you know just whatever resonates follow your highest excitement whatever lights you up and ignites you is in alignment with your soul signature and when we're stepping into that and listening to that and going within and being guided by our own internal pgs system personal guidance system that's spiritual sovereignty principle six you become super conscious and super aware of what is driving your behaviors and you start to observe yourself almost from a distance like you become the observer of your own life and your own behaviors thoughts and actions and with this additional level of awareness you become very discerning about who you spend your time with what decisions you're making are you coming from a place of fear or are you coming from a place of love when you're deciding what to do today who to speak to today what your plans might be for next week next month or next year <clears throat> You tend to only be drawn to things that resonate with you at a deep level. This is a beautiful principle of spiritual sovereignty. Becoming the conscious observer in a really loving, love-based way. Principle 7 is a very close cousin to principle 6. So you start to take responsibility for your energy, time and focus. You start to value yourself immensely in your own time. You start to put your own needs first because you recognize that when your cup is full, the energy that you share with others is coming from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of self-neglect or um, desert, the deserving paradigm we talked about earlier where if I help you then I deserve blah 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 or 
I deserve to feel happy or I get my happiness from helping others. It's a slippery slope. So the worthiness, the inherent worthiness you were born as, as a piece of creation or a part of creation itself, is underpinning this principle where you value yourself, you value your own time, you've recognized the importance of filling your own cup up first, then the energy that you're sharing with others, they feel as whole. So when you're helping them, if that's what you do with your life, with your work, or just your friends and family, for example, they are feeling a whole frequency. And the way that you help them shifts because when we are interacting with someone who's sharing a whole frequency with us, a wholeness frequency, it starts to activate our own awareness of our own wholeness and completeness. So you're giving them that gift of helping them tune into their own wholeness when you're operating out of your own worthiness, wholeness and completeness. It's a whole energy reflects energy dynamic that can start to play out with your loved ones, your friends, your family, the people that you work with. And they start to experience you differently, which then in turn helps them experience themselves differently in a really beautiful way. Principle 8 we have already touched on in that you begin to make your decisions from a place of love rather than from a place of fear. So what this means is that we... Previously we've been programmed to live our lives from the vantage point of fear. So it's um, mitigating risk. So, oh, what if this happens and what if that has to happen? And I have to have this in place so that this doesn't happen. And it's all very angst-filled and... We're not trusting ourselves as powerful co-creators. We're not trusting the universe to be there for us when we are in our own inner worthiness. It's It comes from a place of separation and it works against our organic sacred geometry, our physiology. Our bodies aren't actually designed to be in a state of fear because what happens is that we release cortisol and adrenaline which are, which are stress hormones and our body is not built to withstand prolonged exposure to stress hormones it starts to create dis-ease disease in our bodies so the opposite of that is operating from a place of love connection abundance, unity consciousness, we're all connected, we're all the same, of the same source energy, everything I need when I need it will come to me, abundance doesn't have to be money, abundance is synchronicity, it's coming across the right person at the right time, it's overhearing a conversation with someone talking about a person or a book that they're finding really helpful and it 
all of a sudden jumps out at you and it's just exactly what you need so you look up that book or you look up the person that they're working with and it's like oh my goodness that's exactly what I need that's abundance that's what happens when we plug into the truth of our existence and our reality which is unity consciousness sameness all from source energy source energy the frequency is love compassion connection community collaboration symbiosis everything works in harmony with each other with its with itself and when we plug into that consciousness we come into alignment with our own essence and our own soul and our own hearts and when we allow that to flow through us our minds also come online and come in alignment with us too so it's a beautiful principle to plug into it is possible it is absolutely possible to be in this state of being it takes sometimes it takes making a conscious decision on an hourly basis to step into your heart to step into this awareness but it, it definitely is possible principle nine is when you start to notice that you no longer take things personally and you're no longer reactive and you might be realizing oh I've become the conscious observer I'm stepping back and I feel balanced and I feel organically neutral and I have a deep knowing about who I am and I know I'm no I'm not separated I know I'm living in a space of abundance and love and connection and collaboration and community and compassion and love so when we're in this space we no longer become reactive and we no longer take things personally and if something comes up for us that is triggering we tend to go huh curious I wonder what that was about I wonder where that trigger originated and we go within and we reflect and often it comes to us ah oh, the first time I, I remember feeling like that was when I was around seven years old and this happened for, for example and then it's no longer the person that's in front of us it's no longer the need to react to whatever's coming up in that moment it's this beautiful deep compassion of oh, I know where that trigger came from and showing some beautiful compassion and love to that seven-year-old version of yourself who received that wound and when we do that and we acknowledge the where it originated and we show some love and compassion to that the wound heals it might not heal completely in that moment but you're offering it a piece of healing in that moment and then the next time you're triggered by that same person or a different person and it's that same feeling you recognize you go oh that's right I remember I reflected on that and it came from when I was seven years old and such and such happened and I'm going to go back and share some love and compassion with my seven-year-old self 
and again another piece of healing occurs and it's no longer a problem in the present moment when we do react in the present moment and blame the person that's in front of us you know in our adult form that stops the wound from healing it kind of peels the scab off the top which sounds awful but it, it you're reactivating it so when we stop reacting we're able to go back and do that deep compassionate healing and allow that wound to heal completely over time so that's a huge part of spiritual sovereignty no longer taking things personally no longer reacting and having the means to go within and reflect and do the healing and the wholenessing that we are fully capable of doing as sovereign beings. Principle 10, the last one, woohoo! This is bringing it all together. So this is you living in your own truth, your spiritually sovereign truth, your beautiful organic sacred geometry soul signature unique being that you are and you've gone within you've gotten to know yourself at a deep spiritual level you love and accept yourself you know your innate worthiness you accept your own inner beauty and your connection to all that is and you know you're not separate and you know you feel unity consciousness and you've reached that place where you're no longer influenced by outside programming, by social conditioning, social expectations, other people's opinions, the chaos that's unfolding in the world, the old paradigm amplified and getting really loud and, you know, the fear, the scarcity, the division, the hate, the control. All of that's playing out around you, but you're not directly impacted anymore. You're your own spiritually sovereign being. You're self-contained, but in a connected way. So you know your truth, you know who you are. You are peaceful. You are standing on solid ground. You might not know exactly what's going to happen, but you have a sense of balance about it. You know everything's going to be okay. And that's pretty much it. You're living in your own truth. And your truth is in alignment with your higher self, your soul, your spirit, your essence and you feel guided you feel connected you feel peaceful you feel loved you feel how we were designed to feel as human beings you may move in and out of that state that might not be how you experience your life every day but it's what you come back to and it's what you come back to more and more often Congratulations, you're spiritually sovereign. For more information, support, guidance, assistance, coaching, conversation, collaboration, 
you're more than welcome to come and visit me at meganheart.com. It's Megan with two E's, M-E-E-G-A-N, heart, H-E-A-R-T, dot com. I'm more than happy to offer free exploratory Zoom calls of up to 30 minutes to chat with you to see if I'm a good fit for you and you're a good fit for me to work together, to do some coaching, to do maybe an online course or program and just join the community. I have Facebook pages. I have a Facebook page called Spiritually Sovereign or Spiritual Sovereignty and one called Heart and Soul Consulting for for daily, weekly inspiration as well. So whatever you feel drawn to do, just know that I'm here and there's others working in this field and just whatever resonates for you, go and be a part of the person, the place, the community, the, the service, the offering that resonates the most for you. And no matter what, I wish you so much love, joy and connection on your journey.